the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. How about you? Did you or anyone in your family develop a strange hobby or ritual this past year? A lot of people have, uh, they, they have, thanks to spending more time at home than ever, and they've started sharing their quirky habits online, and okay. some of them are so bizarre. Let's hear them. Okay, this one lady, every evening at sunset, she eats a pickle. <laughs> That's her routine. She's like, I don't know why I just crave a pickle every night at sunset. Corresponds with the ceremonial changing of the yoga pants. (laughs) From yoga pants to PJ pants. Another woman started a stick collection. And she hikes a lot now. And so she's like, you know, I'm going to start collecting sticks. Uh, Another family has everyone get in on their crazy action. They have a plastic duck they named Martha. (laughs) <laughs> and they move her around the house and act like she got there on her own. <laughs> that sounds like something your family would do. Yeah, yeah we did that with sure. that giant uh, bunny rabbit one year. Mm-hmm. We got a giant stuffed bunny rabbit for Easter, and it kept showing up in odd places. The weirdest one was when I put it in the trunk of my wife's car. She went to the grocery store and opened it up. and Ah! Because <laughs> I mean, this thing the... was like four or five feet tall. Yeah, you got it like 50% off mm-hmm. after yeah. Easter. And didn't you put it in the back seat of her car and scare her to death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She adjusted like someone, the rear view. That's ah! like a, every scene from every horror movie. <laughs> Except that it was a delightful plush bunny. <laughs> Coming up, have you heard of the new popular grooming trend with women? It's called dermaplaning. We'll tell you what it is next. Have you heard the new popular grooming trend with women? It's called dermaplaning. It sounds painful. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, use a gentle blunt blade and shave all the fine little tiny baby hairs off your face. Women who promote it say it's a great way to exfoliate your skin. And when you get rid of those little tiny baby hairs, your skin absorbs products better and your makeup is smoother. It's a practice that dates as far uh, back as Queen Elizabeth I. Do whiskers start growing back in their place? No, they do not. Even Marilyn Monroe used to do derma, dermaplaning. Hmm. Are you a fan? Have you tried it? I have. <laughs> really? I've been doing it for like a year and a half now. No kidding. Uh-huh. And I don't notice any difference. Got a little, I don't notice got a my five o'clock shadow going there. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I debated about revealing it to really? you, but you flat out asked me, so I didn't want to lie. But yeah, you can use these little things called tinkle razor, razors, which is a really funny name. Um, but yeah, I was like at first, like you're. It's Why? really Did you feel like you had a hairy face. No, I had little tiny, like little fuzzies. And the first time you do it. You feel like, oh, my face is so smooth. I don't have the little tiny peach fuzz on my uh, my cheeks Chinny anymore, chin chin. like on this jawline and the jawbone. And you're like, oh, it feels so good. And then you're like, I don't notice any difference. Like I don't notice my makeup going on smoother. How long did it take for Glenn to notice, or has he never noticed? I've never told him. <laughs> so wait a minute. You've been doing this in an effort to look and feel better for for over a year and a half now. 
and no one noticed. Nope. And you barely Including noticed. myself. But you're still going to keep doing it? Why? Um, I mean, sometimes I let it go, and then sometimes I'm like, ah, I guess I'll get rid of the peach fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you start looking like one of the guys in Duck Dynasty. <laughs> See, like, do you see what's going to happen to me now, back? people? Does it grow back fuller and thicker? No, it doesn't. You don't even notice it. Are you? Sh- how do you know? You keep because taking I it look off. in the mirror. I can see. I, I'll go no weeks stubble? without. There's no, stubble? no, there's no stubble. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> I'm feeling my cheek, my jawbone right now. Huh? Yeah. Be interesting to know how Glenn feels about all this. Hey, Glenn, you know uh, Taylor? She's shaving her face. <laughs> So many women do it. And it does exfoliate. I don't believe this. No, I don't believe this. So the latest trend with women and their grooming habits is dermaplaning. And Kevin's like flipping out because I I admitted that I've been doing it for like a year and a half. You think you know a person. (laughs) So how about you? Are you a dermaplaner just like me so we can prove to Kevin it's not so weird? Hey, Kimberly, I'm so glad you called because I'm guessing you're calling because I'm not the only one doing dermaplaning. You're not. I was calling to agree with you. Us girls got to stick together. But yes, I do it, too. And it makes my makeup look so much better. And my face is smoother and I think it cleans better. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wash and it just feels cleaner. Like yeah. my face wash really cleaned it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, this is a new level of first world pampering that I was completely <laughs> unaware of. Says the guy who waxes the hair off his legs. I don't wax it off. (laughs) Or nares it off. Nares it off. Nares it off. (laughs) And that's for a purpose. That's for cycling. And and by the way, I love, what is it called? Derma? Dermaplaning. Dermaplaning. They had to give it a different name other than shaving to make you want to do it. Because no woman wants to shave her face. I've always called it shaving. But if you call it dermaplaning. You shave it with a tinkle razor. (laughs) So this is John Doe? Yes, it is. (laughs) So you want to remain anonymous? Absolutely. What do you think about this whole dermaplaning thing? So my wife does it, and uh, it's very uh, secretive. Anytime I walk in the bathroom and she's uh, going at it, it's obviously, get out! Don't look at me! Is this Mark Hall from Casting Crowns? No, no, it's not. Oh, you have a very similar voice. You sound a lot like him. (laughs) Great, now Mark Hall's wife is like, thanks a lot, Kev. Now everyone knows that I'm cool women are doing it. Now my wife's going to start doing it. She's going to hear all you guys are doing it. She she does it, and, uh, you know, I I can tell the difference. I actually uh, comment on it when she's done it and uh she's like well you're not supposed to notice and you <laughs> uh, okay wait then, a minute uh, okay. so it's a beauty a beauty regime but you're not supposed to notice the beautification well you're not supposed to notice the change you're just supposed to go there's a special little something about you honey mm-hmm. i can't put my finger you're on glowing. it glowing <laughs> you're glowing got it That's got it absolutely Are you working for one of the many companies having a hard time hiring people? It has been so tough. People are flocking to restaurants in droves, but thanks to extra stimulus money, people don't want to work. They don't want to work at those restaurants. So check this out. A McDonald's franchise owner in Tampa, Florida, is offering you 50 bucks just to come in for an interview. Are you serious? That's how desperate they are. It says it out on their marquee. You can take you, people have driven by and taken a picture of it. Wow! Uh, but guess what? Hasn't worked. No kidding. People don't even want to come in for the interview. Now, what has worked is allowing people to apply via text message 
Hmm. And hiring bonuses. Well, if I was on vacation in Florida, I'd say to my wife, "Honey, let's we'll both go and we'll both go and go to the interview. <laughs> and dinner tonight is paid for." They also had to raise starting wages to attract new employees to this McDonald's in no Tampa. Mm-hmm. Fifty bucks just to come in for the interview. Yeah. Coming up, are you ready to take a trip? Are you ready to take a trip? Two-thirds of Americans are planning travel this summer. People are tired of staycations and local trips, and they are ready to get away. They can tell by how much we're searching hotels, restaurants, and more. In fact, they say the cost of hotels are going up 7% a week. Hmm. The most popular destinations... Beach vacations. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, most people are op- opting for Florida, Mexico, or Vegas. So people are booking getaways this summer like never before. That means a lot of y'all are going somewhere cool. Where are you going? Where are you headed on vacation? We would love to hear from you. What kind of trip do you have planned this summer? Hey, Jeremy, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you've got a trip planned already? We are actually going to Panama City Beach, Florida this summer. And uh, we're actually taking my dad first time he's ever seen the ocean. <gasps> no kidding. That's the coolest. Wow. He is 70 years old and he's never seen the ocean. So, Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to hear. You got to call <laughs> us back and tell us his reaction. Oh, yeah. Man, there's so, nothing like seeing the ocean. What a moment ocean. that's going to oh. be. Holy cow. It's like trying to describe. I know I've been fortunate enough to go to the Grand Canyon and you can see yeah. it on TV or in pictures, but you just can't grasp the enormity of it. Yeah. So we're all excited. My whole family's excited to go, and we actually got a condo ready to go. So, Woo-hoo. all right, can't wait. It's gonna be a blast. <laughs> well, have a blast. Us. Don't forget to write. <laughs> all right, appreciate it. So we're talking about some of these long-awaited vacations that we're all taking. We, we got a one tentative and one definite trip. We're thinking of driving to our hometown of Baltimore, mm-hmm. visiting with my dad, check out an or- Oriole uh, game, cool. get some uh, get some steam crabs, do that. But then um, over. Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, uh, we've booked a week in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And I did it kind of trying to read the tea leaves of when would things open up? When would it be safe to travel? Mm-hmm. I booked it like two, three months ago. Okay. With the, the co- completely cancel it, but travel back then was still really, really cheap. It's like Christmas with the cranks come to life. I got, I got <laughs> such a crazy good deal. And I just looked to see how much the hotel room that we booked a couple of months ago is mm-hmm. now. It's like double what it was well back then. Well done, you. So, That's awesome. Bargain trip to uh, to Vegas. Very cool. Does your cat have any odd quirks like waiting for you outside the bathroom door? We finally know why. You know, you're in there taking a shower and your cats guard the door for you. So they ask cat experts. One reason affectionate cats want to be near you wherever you are and don't understand the need for any privacy in the bathroom The second reason why your cat might be waiting outside the bathroom door, curiosity killed the cat. Cats are super curious. And when you close that bathroom door, it makes them even more curious as to why that bathroom is off limits. So they want to get in there. Hmm. And the final reason your cat might follow you into the bathroom or wait outside the door, they're just trying to get your attention. Yeah, they're planning their next sneak attack. (laughs) Anything like our cat. Coming up, how different is parenthood for you compared to your mom and dad? How different is parenthood for you compared to how it was for your mom and dad? World of difference. Yeah. One of the biggest changes, according to new research, is what parents today don't do. Moms and dads today are less likely to go on a date night, 
have friends or hobbies outside of their family compared to when we were kids. Another big change, how much time parents are spending with their kids. According to new Pew Research, from 1965 to 2011, fathers nearly tripled their time with their kids from about three hours to just over seven hours a week. And mothers increased their time by almost a third from around 10 hours a week to just over 14 hours a week in the same time frame. What was the time frame on this in the last year? 1965 to 2011. Huh. And then, so, and then now they're saying nowadays in 2021, they're spending more time than more in that time, time than ever. So, in other words, how much of that is because of COVID? Well, <laughs> no, mean, I mean, this the last year they studied was 2011. So, oh, okay. the, according to this, well, it's not the current crop of parents. Yeah, I mean, you could have you could have a 10 year old and not be included in that study, mm, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. but so yeah, they say, but. The trend they're noticing is that parents are spending more time with their kids than ever, hmm. and they don't have a, much of a life outside of their family. They're focusing on their kids like never before. I wonder if that's true, and it would be a return to what I grew up with, because my parents, when I, I looked at when our kids were little, like dads were on, they were on a softball team, and mom had uh, all the, like eight different things she was going to, and they dropped the kids off at, uh, what did our one friend call it, the Wednesday night church? They wouldn't go to drop church. And shop. Drop and shop. They'd drop their kids at church and then they'd go shopping. It was like parents of that era had a huge, massive social life outside of their kids and their family. Like constant. My parents went on a date night every Friday but night. What I'm saying is my parents did not do that. But the idea of my dad being on a softball team and wearing a uniform, comical. He would never do. He'd be like, I'm an adult. Why would I do that? Whereas my generation, it was like practically half the guys I knew were on a team as an adult, which compared to my parents was very weird. So your parenting style compared to how you were raised, how is it different? How do you appreciate your parents now that you didn't until you had kids of your own? Are there things that you look at how they did it and go like, wow, they really had they had the right idea on that. I got to start doing what my parents did. You ever have that moment? We'd love to hear about how different your parenting styles are. Oh, I've got a big one of how different parenting is now from when we were kids. When I was a kid, you only called dad at work if it was an emergency. I mean, like the house better be on fire or you were on your way to the emergency room. That was it. Nowadays, it's like my kids will text me during the show. You know what I mean? Dad, did you remember to blankety blank? I don't text back. I'm doing the show. I know, but did you remember to blankety blank? <laughs> I would have ne- never interrupted dad's work day like that. But now, nowadays, how many times have you been talking to someone, Taylor, and they're, they'll go, they'll give you the, the finger up like, hang on a minute. Hello? Okay, yeah. Quarter, quarter milk? Okay, got it. Bye. Sorry, it was the missus. Right? It happens all the time now. So that's one big way that parenting has changed from when when we were kids but how has it changed from the way you parent your kids to uh how your parents parented you are there big differences hey christy it's kevin and taylor i agree with kevin my kids text me all the time at work um and when they were in school they texted me constantly when they were in school um at work you know yeah yeah and right I, you know i it's a it was a you know it started the age where they were into the computer so that was a little bit of a challenge to yeah. try to figure out 
you know, when they can have their phones and when they can't have their phones. And, of course, the teachers had the same kind of problem trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, when they could actually have their phones and when they couldn't. Would you say, too, that uh, there's really no boundaries with the kids reaching out to contact you at work? So this whole we parented the first generation of kids with phones, and that made a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, and it was, and, you know, we were guessing, I think, at that point, trying to figure out because you know my oldest child had an ipod first she didn't you know have they didn't have the phones of course back then and then when they got that um, iphone the world changed <laughs> it, yeah and it you know of course then we were so worried about you know the online stuff and trying to make sure they didn't get on any kind of websites they weren't supposed yeah, to get on and, yeah. and that sort of thing so you walk into a room and you're like wait why did i come in here it happens to everybody, right? There's just times when you get so distracted. I think our phones and our tablets and stuff distract us a lot, too. Um, but this is one of those stories that I'm like, whoa, that is someone who is super sleep deprived. So okay. there's this mom and she's shopping at a store and she goes up to one of the employees and she goes, I, I've lost my child somewhere in the store. You've got to help me. You've got to help me right now. She's like, okay, okay, just hold on, ma'am. And she calls in what's called a code yellow in the okay. store. And, and as then the employee goes back to work. Okay, now how old is your child? And she's like, okay, she just turned two. Uh, what if she's been kidnapped? And she's like, don't worry, ma'am. We're going to, we're shutting down the doors. We're going to be fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And meanwhile, a security guard walks up. And he starts, you know, getting into action to find this little two-year-old. And he says, she, he says, ma'am, how old, how old is your child? Two. How many children do you have? Just one. Just one child. I can't find her. Ma'am, she's on your back. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing one of those harnesses. And she totally forgot the two-year-old was strapped to her back. Okay, I imagine her wildly, <laughs> frantically, like, looking left, looking right, and the kid in the back is probably like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> this is whoa! fun, Mom! <laughs> or I'm assuming right. the baby Easy. fell asleep. I just ate! <laughs> Unless you want a present on your shoulder and in your hair. So next time you feel bad for not being able to find your glasses because they're on your head or your cell phone because you're on the phone with someone, just think of this mom <laughs> Poor at the mom. store. <laughs> What's one of your favorite pregnancy stories you tell over and over again? Coming up, wait till you hear about this baby boom. What's one of your favorite pregnancy stories that you tell over and over again? Like you've have you've heard me a million times say my grandma had twins, my mom had twins, and my sister who is a twin had twins. Mm-hmm. Well, check out what happened to this family. Four sisters born within three years. Okay, so they're little stepping stones. Two of them are twins. The Gain sisters. They've always been super close, and even though they've all grown up and they're happily married, not living in the same uh, you know area anymore, they still keep in touch. All four of them got pregnant and they're expecting their first baby at the same time no kidding like within a couple of months of each other and they were all surprised it's not like they went hey you ready to start trying (laughs) you and your husband okay i'll start trying to it wasn't like that at all it just happened of course the Gaines girls mom and dad are over the moon thrilled with all the grandbabies on the way but i think they're pretty much going broke trying to buy baby clothes and cribs and toys and (laughs) spoiling all these grandbabies that are coming right we wanted grandkids, just not all at once. They did the cutest pregnancy photo of all four of them with their baby bumps together. Mm-hmm. I'll post it on the Kevin and Taylor Facebook page. So I think we've talked about this before, but when you uh, when you first get out on your own, there's that overwhelming sense of freedom. Yes, 
I'm doing it, living my own best life. Here I am, spreading my wings. And then you start getting some bills, and you're like, spreading my wings stinks. (laughs) It's happening to one of my kids right now. Wanted to talk about that next. So when your kids start leaving the nest, you you kind of, you're excited for them, you're sad that they're going, and you also know that despite their enthusiasm, they are, they are headed into some stormy seas that they can't even see yet. And when you try to even share that with them gently, with my dad, mom, why you have to be such a downer? This is a big day. And you're like, I'm just trying to let you know, be ready for these things. And then when they come, they're stunned. How could I have known this was going to happen? Like, I'm not going to name names, but one of our kids is having uh, an issue with um, with insurance right now, and finding mm. out that when they, you know, go to the when they were under the oppressive thumb and mom and of mom and dad, they didn't have to worry about that. Mom and dad would cover everything, but now that they're out on their own, they're finding out about delightful things like uh, copays, or when I don't know, you have a prescription you go to pick up that normally was like. Five or ten dollars. Sometimes, unexpectedly, it can just jump. Uh, that's the worst. <laughs> that then that was the tearful call we got was about how it had jumped to triple digits instead of you know like ten bucks. How can they do this? Like, well, <laughs> I, I don't know how it works, but I do know mom has been surprised by. My wife has a prescription for eye drops, and particularly at the beginning of the year, it can be like jaw-dropping how Before expensive you meet your deductible. they are. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Ugh. it might be, I, I said, here's what you do. There's a number on the back of the little insurance card. Call them and start your research and finding out what's going on. And it's probably, they're probably going to pass it on to the pharmacy. The pharmacy's going to pass it on to the manufacturer. The manufacturer's going to pass it back to your insurance company. You're going to get in this endless wheel of everyone not answering your question. And at the end of the day, you're just going to have to pony up the money. So... Welcome to adult world. <laughs> oh, man. I feel so bad for We're your We're so glad you're here. <laughs> uh, hashtag adulting is yeah, not and as, fun sometimes. As a parent, I, I honestly, I felt like, should, should, I just, like, should I just send her some money? Be like, here, let's help. Let me help you with that. But then my wife was like, no, how, you know, this is flap your own wings, stand on your own feet time. Mm. We didn't do that when we got married and got out on our own. We got, we asked for help from no one, no matter how tough it was. So you had some, um, some tough love time when they leave the nest. That's hard on you guys, too. If you just haven't been yourself lately, there's a free and simple thing you can do that may help you more than you realize. Take a hike. It works wonders for your health. They say the sounds of nature like water rushing and birds singing can decrease pain, lower stress, improve your mood, and even make your brain sharper, according to brand new research. No kidding. Just from taking a hike. Just taking a hike out in nature. Nice. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.